Hello? Yo, what's up, guys? This is Antonio and Anton back for another episode of Pharaoh's Halftime, where we just finished Christmas yesterday. Anton, what's going on, man? How was your Christmas? It was good. It was good. Can't complain. Uh, a lot of food. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm still... Coma, I, huh? Yeah, I just had a bunch of leftovers earlier too. It's mad seafood and all that stuff. So that's <laughs> why we gotta get some coffee in your system, man. You don't seem awake. I you know what it is? I'm on my third. I actually had my third cup today. Oh so, god. Yeah. I had to wake up early. Sugar and, and caffeine rush. Yeah, I had to wake up early, do a couple of things. So mm-hmm. after that, when I it was resolved very, very earlier than much earlier than I expected. So hmm. I got to I got to fall, fall asleep. Nice. And after that, I just Never got in the swing of things today. I I I was just sitting on the couch all day, just <laughs> drinking coffee. That's uh, that's post Christmas uh, coma, I guess. Yeah, drinking coffee and just watching games. It was, just it's like, only supposed to be after the meal, Anton, not the day after. You know what it is? Just like <laughs> like the more you get older, the more the holidays become hectic. I know and you got to do so much. So it's the it's that. It's like you barely have time for yourself. You have to plead. You, don't get me wrong. Family time is fun and all that stuff, but. The thing is, like, the holiday, like, I guess with the rise of consumerism and bullshit, <laughs> the holidays just aren't really relaxing anymore. Yeah. And, like, the mad, it, the magic that you felt once as a kid is gone when you're an adult because of all these get bills some, and responsibilities and all this bullshit you Anton, have. Anton, we need to get you into the festive spirit again. And speaking it's of- It's not a, I, I am in the festive spirit. You know what it is? It's just, it's just, yeah, I don't know, like. I want the old days when I was a kid, man. I want those. Oh, yeah, wrapping, w- unwrapping the gifts. And yeah, and now waking up uh, to Santa Claus. And- no, 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 not that. I, I wouldn't go that far. Uh-huh. It's just to a simpler time where yeah. I wish I didn't know the things I know now. Ah, well, you know, that's the whole point of childhood, right? Yes, I guess. But but speaking of the festive period, we've been having a very festive period uh, in the Premier League with match day eighteen, which was this past weekend, and. Man, do we have some t- results to talk about, Anton? Some this crazy stuff happened. was the biggest bullshit in the history of bullshit I've ever had to sit through. Uh, with you, yes. But with other results, no. But let's start off oh, with... Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the other results. Yeah, you, you, you're you, a one happy boy. Oh, yeah. Goals we'll, in the past two matches for you. We'll talk We'll talk about Tottenham in a, in a little bit. But I guess let's start off with uh, Wolves versus Liverpool. And you said that Wolves were going to give him a, a Liverpool a, a tough time. But I guess I, that didn't happen. It didn't happen. I, I think in the first half, it did happen. It, I it, think so, but it, it, but like they they were bodying them yeah. as I expected. They were very very organized, but they Liverpool are just they're play they're in great form right now. They're playing great football, and it's just they were able to break the they were able to do what some of the big clubs couldn't, yeah, and just break down wolves. These, these you know stir, stubborn uh, defensive teams, yeah, at, you know especially against the bigger clubs, yeah. So it's they 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 were able to comfortably walk away with yeah. the two, and and I gotta say what a performance by. Virgil van Dijk, who not only clipped the clean sheet, but scored the second goal. And I, in my opinion, coming as a neutral fan, I think they should take the captaincy off Henderson and put it on him. But it's The thing is, the captaincy is that Henderson has been, if you look at any of those Liverpool players. Yeah, he's been there the longest. Yeah, yes. so it's, uh, so, but I'm but talking like He's very vocal. Time. He's the enforcer. Yeah. He's the Arn. He, so <laughs> Henderson is Ric Flair. Yeah. If you had to pick Arn Anderson... That's Virgil van Dyke. For those of you who don't know who Ric Flair and R. Anderson is, I suggest you go look up the four horsemen. Of WWE. <laughs> no, they weren't WWE. They were NWA, then WCW. Oh, yeah, that's right. If you're a wrestling fan, go watch it. Mm-hmm. Great clips. Yep. And if your daddy watched wrestling back in the day, I guarantee you it's great bonding material. That's it. Fa- father, daughter, father, son, husband, wife, yeah. bonding, whatever you want to call it. But, uh, but yeah, I he's th- very vocal. Uh-huh. He, he's, he's not afraid to set his players off. Like you can tell with Henderson, he's, he's, he'll yell at them, but he's yeah. not as aggressive as Van no, Dyke He'll is. just do a couple of like, come on guys, let's yeah. clap. And uh, yeah. you know, he, he, and especially since he's kind of the big man at the back, he kind of sees that how everything is. Yeah. Um, that's why I'm, I'd rather, you know, if I were a coach, I'd give the captaincy always to a defender. I, I, I see it sometimes. They give it to the keeper, but the keeper is like, what if your team is attacking the whole time? Yes, so that's Your true. keeper is not going to be able to yell and yell out instructions unless it's like a corner unless kick. Unless you're Manuel Neuer. Like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who, who's going up for like every corner kick. Yeah. But um, but g- good win for Liverpool. They're top of the league. They were top at Christmas. Um, and yeah, we'll see, we'll see how far they go. We'll see how far they go. Southampton three, Huddersfield one. I mean, Southampton, they're, they complete their... Couple of wins in a row now. Yeah, they... New manager. New manager, new, uh, new player, team. <laughs> players, players are just trying to like make their case, and and a player like Nathan Redmond, who 
wasn't really doing much and who was kind of like an outcast. Yeah. Came up with a goal or two in that game and he's kind of starting to come back to life. Yeah. But we'll see if he stays consistent. Uh, Bournemouth, Brighton. Brighton got a red in that game. Bournemouth put a put a little halt on their bad form trajectory. Yeah. Um, they were able to get two goals. Yep. Uh, they should have won that. They should have won it comfortably. They did. They, did, they won it 2-0, but those were games. It was, yeah, it was, it was just it was just a difficult win for them. It wasn't. It, it, they're still yeah. very, very shaky. Arsenal, three. Burnley, one. Uh, I hate typical. Arsenal. You're typical. I mean, they, they, they responded well after a loss. Yeah. Um, pains me to say, but, I mean, it's going to be, if they keep this going, it's going to be a battle for the fourth place with oh, Chelsea yeah. again. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get more into that deep later. <laughs> yeah. Don't sound don't sound all sad, Anton. It's it's always competitive in the Premier League, oh, and especially especially this year because you know you had a lot of managers coming in. And yeah, it's refreshing, it's, it's, se- refreshing new seasons and all this stuff, all this change for different clubs. So it's been very competitive, probably one of the most competitive since in the 2016, 20, since Conte's inaugural season. That yeah. was that was a beautiful season. Yeah, I'm sure. But uh, I actually hate Pierre Emerick Aubameyang for going off that game because I was in between whether I should captain him or Hazard for my fantasy team and ended up captaining Hazard, who lost Chelsea 0, Leicester City 1. It was one of the worst games I've ever watched. Oh, Kovacic man. was shocking. It was bad. Was, was was useless. Useless, huh? Well, he's Leicester, still not starting Barkley? But I think Barkley's coming off an injury. I but, see. But And then you had this good Jorginho he was just bad that day. He's normally a pretty good player. Yeah. He was a shockingly bad. The def- David Luiz, what are you doing, man? Wake yeah. up! I, I think it's because Leicester are one of those teams that can like they can they're, they're very deadly on the counter and deadly on the counter. Not only that, they're kind of physical. Yeah, they got very- players like Wilford and Didi in the midfield who like breaks up the play, kind of like Conte. So like they kind of matched them up and they kind of took their one chance and what was it James Madison who took no, it? No, it was Jamie. It was, oh, James, James, it was Madison James Madison to, and to he Jamie just Vardy. a beautiful through ball to Jamie Vardy and Jamie. Yeah, and we had eighty percent possession. Yeah, and we couldn't we couldn't capitalize on. My question is, why are we still starting Hazard in the false nine? The false nine doesn't work. I, we'll get to more to, before you people say, but he did good in boxing day in the false nine position. I'm gonna get to more on that later. <laughs> I but don't even did, know what you said. <laughs> this shit does not work. Hazard hated it under Mourinho. Uh-huh. Hazard hated it under Conte. Yeah. Hazard hates it now. Put him on the left wing. Put him on the left wing. Yeah. Take William out. Yeah. I'm so I love <laughs> me some William. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But he just hasn't been performing. He got he, he takes too long to make a decision. Uh-huh. He 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 tries to do that trick that everyone's expecting him to do, that little like Yeah. Woo! Give, yeah. give him give him give it till January because I have a feeling you guys are gonna buy in January. There, I, I there, doubt there, it. We're, we're gonna get to transfers later on, but there's a couple of interesting rumors going on with Chelsea. But uh but yeah, yeah. you guys that home win that home you guys are at Stanford Bridge too. No, that was that's Mauricio, a tough loss. That's Mauricio Sarri's first loss. Like and I'm gonna get to more to Chelsea after today's game, mm-hmm. but was it his first loss? No, they lost uh, against It was Spurs. his first loss at Stanford Bridge. Oh, I see. My thing with this team is when we concede first, mm-hmm. we give up. That's it. The heads go, it's, it's, heads it, go it, down. Rudiger, down. Yeah, Rudiger came out saying it's like, it's a, fu- and I quote Rudiger, it's a disaster. We don't even talk about the title anymore. We only talk about fourth or fifth. We only talk about fourth or fifth place. That's not good. It's, it's stupid. He ends it with stupid. Yeah. Like, and and coming from a guy who Rudiger came from Roma, he came kinda, to win. He he came to win and not kind of have that Roma mentality where they're always in kind of that. Uh, that's why third, I applaud fourth, Rudiger. Rudiger place. starts Rudiger and Aspilicueta. Mm-hmm. They start in every team of mine. Yeah. The rest of those fucktards, they're on the chopping block. Yeah. I'm sick of them. Don't get me wrong. I love Marcus Alonso, yeah. but you know what? Maybe yeah. he's gassed out. Maybe he's out of the tank. Don't get me wrong. Mer- sorry, I don't know why for the life of me started him for two games when he had a back spasm. Why don't you start Emerson? He's Emerson's wrong. perfectly fine. I would take Emerson, and he's more—he's more attacking. He's—he's like, he's, he's like quicker. He's exactly up and it goes up and down more. Yeah, Alonso's like a passer, and he's a good free kick specialist. Yeah. Why don't? Why did we start? Why did? Why did he start hitting those pivotal games when we needed him to? It, it just doesn't. And and Golo Kante, uh-huh. I, he's been doing good. He's he's finally adapting yeah. into that role that that number eight number role that Sari wants him to play. And he's been able to do what he usually does, clean up after and break up plays while getting in, in advanced positions. Uh-huh. But the thing is, what the hell? He ha- Jorginho could only do so much exactly. while he get because everyone man marks the shit out of him. Like I'm gonna te- I'm gonna go to an analysis on later at the at the Watford game 
what they did to Jorginho, mm-hmm. which is pretty much one of the problems we have at Chelsea. Okay. Also, Mateo Kovacic. What the hell is he doing? Yeah, oh my God, he dribbles the ball beautifully. So does Ruben Loftus-Cheek. You know what's the difference between the two of them? My boy Ruby could score goals. Yeah. What does Kovacic do? Look pretty? Get, get, get the fuck out of my team and go back to Madrid. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure they'll want him back. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think it'll be a permanent. I. I, I hope not. I don't think so. I hope not. And then Pedro. Mm-hmm. I love him. Very direct, but he's very injury prone at 32 years of age. Yeah. We gotta start looking for the future. Hazard. Stop putting. He hates false nine, and you can tell by his body language that he hates it. We have two capable strikers. I don't care how bad form they are. At least they can hold up the ball in Giroud and Morata. I get it. Morata was injured that game, and he was. Mm-hmm. But still, it's it's it, it it's getting ridiculous. Give, give. I think you should. One home loss is not bad. Yes, it was a bad loss, but I think it's still you know too early to criticize Sari because he's only halfway through his first Premier League season. So I'd say the when you could really then, criticize well, well, how do you, how do you, how do you how do you how do you what's it called? Okay, you say it's still too early to criticize yeah. him. Antonio Conte. Yeah, his first season at Chelsea. After two bad matches, mm-hmm. he figured out a solution. How do you? What's it called? Like, well, they bounced back this after unboxing day. We'll get to we'll more get that, to that. We'll get to that later. But still, it's yeah. I, I was not happy with the performance. By the way, uh, I think one of the uh, transfer signings of the season, James Madison. By the way, oh, 100%. he's been he's, he's been, been doing he's, he's been, been doing amazing. phenomenal for Leicester. He, goals, a, assists. Yeah, he, he was he's from not, Norwich City. He's not really. The Riyadh Mahrez replacement they were hoping for. No, but he's a great attacking midfielder. That he, but he's great. He, he contributes more than Mahrez did. Exactly, yeah. And Mahrez isn't doing so hot about on Manchester City, who lost Thank three you. two Thank you, baby. at home to Crystal Palace. And I remember I called it. I was not. I, I said that uh, I think it was going to be a uh, uh, either Manchester City win, and then you're like, how about uh, Crystal Palace draw or possibly a win? And I was like, nah, it's not happening. 3-2 with the Andros Townshead. Oh, my God. What a goal. Did you was, see that? That was a great goal. Like by 35 yards out. That hit it great. on the first time volley with his left foot. Bang. What a goal, man. That was what great. a that goal. was a great goal. Probably, probably if not going to be the goal. It's probably going to be the goal season. One of them. Could be one of the goals. One of them. See. At least yeah. the top three because, holy shit, what an amazing technique. But to lose at home 3-2 to Crystal Palace, who weren't really doing so hot at all this season – um, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's interesting. That was their second loss in what, like three, two games. Yeah. So they lost to Chelsea, then I think will bounce back, and then now they lost again. Yep. Um, I'm glad because we'll talk about Boxing Day results, but I'm glad that that happened, and you'll know why in a in a couple of, couple of minutes. Uh, Newcastle, Fulham. That was a snoozer, huh? That was a snoozer. Um. Both teams have you would expect those two teams to go at it, not exactly. play, like not, not go to a goal strong, especially that they're both at the like near the drop. Well, Fulham's in the drop zone. Yeah, I'm not sure about Newcastle. I think Newcastle's close to the drop zone. These teams are they need they need points. And yeah, especially point. Newcastle at home. Like you would think they would take advantage of it. I guess it's a good away point for Fulham. They'll take anything at this point. Um, but yeah, it's just a, that, that's just, that was a snoozer. Yeah, uh, West Ham versus Watford. Watford coming up with the 2 0 away win. They've been that doing good. Watford have been low key doing Everyone's been sleeping on Watford. They, uh, they had an amazing start to the season. Then they kind of had some goofy results. Yeah. Now they, we'll see if they they're start gunning coming for back. top seven. They're, they're, they're gunning for top seven. A lot of a lot of teams are gunning for top seven, yeah. like West Ham. But Watford have like Everton. Watford have a more of a chance to get into top seven, yeah. in my opinion. But based on current form, West Ham have a chance too if they get their shit together. Yeah. I mean, they've been doing well. You know, remember those couple of Robert Snodgrass curlers? Yes. And Felipe yes. Anderson has had pretty much a phenomenal month or two. Yes. So uh, it really, all, all these teams really need is consistency. If sure. they have some consistency, like they could even push for a top four. You sure. never know. True. Um, Attack, attack, attack is exactly what Manchester United did. 5-1 thrashing of Cardiff City. First five, uh, first uh, game to where Man United uh, scores five goals since Fergie, uh, since Al- Sir Alex Ferguson's last game when back, they, in, back in 2013. When they uh, tied 5-5 with West Brom. Yeah. But that, 5-1. They're all happy again. Yeah. And, they're and, all happy again. I, I, so, was, I was watching the game because it was at like 2.30. And I was like, you know, I have nothing else better to do. Let me see how they react. It felt like there was a new vibe. There was a, there's new, a new energy. Vibe. And you know what it is? New, it's, it, you know? it was refreshing. I was reading the Man United subreddit uh, just to see some man, perspective on Man United fans. And a lot of fans just said that like it was refreshing to finally see a manager who was mm-hmm. wearing the Man United suit, the Man United crest, who embraced the culture of yeah. the club. I mean, 
uh, Ole Gunnar Solishar. Mm-hmm. He's a legend of the club. Yeah. Um, fans love him. Even they, they, he's a he's a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. So for him to come home and like yeah. lead us five one, it's a perfect start for them. And I, I'm and, telling you, man, I hope he continues to do well because they're not taking my Pochettino. <laughs> I mean, if he does, yeah, it'd be a great. But it's also bad news because then Man United will be gunning for the title again. They have like someone with this with the Fergie mentality. That's true. And and we could come back to the Manchester United like dynasty. Exactly. I so hope not. we'll see. Just let them, you know, get in fifth or sixth place this year, maybe fourth if they're lucky, and we'll call it a day. Yeah. Um. What what else the result that we have to talk about? Oh. Everton two, Spurs six. Holy shit! What a game, dude! I was, I was I actually. I don't think I could. I didn't watch that game. I went to church, and um, I was uh, like after church, I looked at my phone and I'm like, six two. What the hell? How could I miss this game? Son, Erickson, uh, Deli Alley, everybody played phenomenal. I, I, I'm, I was speechless. How are they? My question is, how are they not tired? They played so many fixtures in the past few days. For, for it's, it's astonishing, man. Because, like I said in the previous podcast, Spurs went, Spurs players went really deep into the World Cup, like Belgium and England. Yeah. So like, and no signings in the summer. So I, I, I think it's because the, the few players that did not go to the World Cup are really starting to come out and perform this yeah. season, like uh, Harry Winks. Like a Musa Sissoko, who was an outcast, and everybody wanted to get rid of him in the summer. Like um, Eric Lamella, you know these players have been, and Lucas Mora, who all these players are, are, have become key in in Tottenham's season. Uh, and I think they're they're kind of lifting the players that came back from the, from the World They've Cup. They've been deputizing like, pretty good. Yeah, like like Son and Kane and Eriksen, all these people that went deep into the World Cup. All the Royal Vertonghen for Belgium. So great feel to the to the Tottenham club football club. Um. Super impressed with Mauricio Pochettino because when you kind of they give him they shoot a shot of him on the sideline. I don't know why, but he has this kind of look like I know what the fuck I'm doing. So everybody back off, you know. Yeah. I he looks like the man with the plan. But man, what a win for Tottenham! Six two. I would have never expected it. But I have to give one player credit who did not play this game, and I think he made a big you know uh, difference because he didn't play, and that's Yari Mina. I think Yerry Mina is a phenomenal defender. He did not play against Everton. And I think when he's kind of playing, he has the, he's like six foot five yeah. or whatever. He's a big dude. So when he plays, he like locks down the little guys and makes the defender next to him better. Like when I was in England and watched Liverpool, you know, w- barely win against Everton 1-0, Yerry Mina had Salah locked down. He didn't, Salah didn't touch the ball. Yeah. And he, you know, made the whole team play well kind of thing. So if they, is that a permanent deal? Yeremia, I think it's a permanent deal. I th- Andre Gomez. Andre Gomez is alone. Yeah. But what a player, man. I, Barcelona is stupid for letting that guy go because him and Umtiti would have been They would have been perfect. crazy. Perfect. But uh, but credit to Yeremia. He's a good player, but thank God you weren't playing that game, bud. Uh, yeah, that was, that was it for match day 18. That was a miserable match day. Yeah. Uh, on, to, on to better match days like Boxing Day, which was today. Yep. Let's <laughs> uh, start off with the big big one not the big one but there's a couple of big ones well the one that everyone's talking about last season mm-hmm. if we remember correctly everyone was riding peps nuts like he's the greatest thing ever uh-huh two losses in a row three losses in, in what four games four games everyone's asking him questions the hard questions now and leicester city two man city one fabian delf got exposed for the fraud that he is and got <laughs> red carded while Leicester did the goods and did everyone a solid by knocking Leicester by, by, by locking Man City off. Dude. And two very impressive wins for Leicester. Yeah. Against very. Chelsea and Manchester City, clubs, respectively. Yeah. yeah. So props to Leicester. Props to their coach, Claude Poel. Manchester City. Where you at, boy? I don't know if you guys are living to the hype. And thank you guys for dropping down to second, uh, sorry, third place because my beloved Spurs are now in second place. And we'll talk about that result in a little bit, too. We start off with Fulham. Let's talk about Spurs. Oh, yeah. Why let's, not? Get, let's get it over with. Yeah, Tottenham, no, I'm taking my damn time. Yeah. Tottenham 5, Bournemouth 0. I mean, Bournemouth yeah, return yeah, to their long show and slow some, decline. Show some respect to the Sun jersey that I'm wearing right now, oh boy. God. Get out of my house, bro. This is the third kit from last season, the purple one. It's fresh. It's disgusting. It looks like puke. It looks like a grape drink. You shouldn't be wearing this today. You're the wearing green. You're, you look like a grape drink. This is a Christmas sweater, bro. UBI. I'm I'm trying to be festive, and yet you're criticizing me for being <laughs> down and shit. <laughs> oh man, but Spurs five, Bournemouth zero. Again, like you said earlier, 
11 goals in the last two games for Tottenham. Holy shit, man. I've never seen Spurs attack so well. And again, son, phenomenal Ka- game. Shout out to Kyle Walker-Peters. Three assists that game. Three assists and, and a kind of a like interesting decision by Mauricio Pochettino to start him. I think uh, I don't know if Serge Aurier is fully fit, but I think he is. Trippier, I think, was just left out or was on the bench. But to give you know uh, Kyle Walker Peters uh, a go, a go in, in a Premier League game that was kind of important in time of the season. Props to Mauricio Pochettino, man, three assists. He, but he, he, one thing I give Mauricio Pochettino props about is that he knows how he has faith in his players. He does, and, and, and he and knows he, he knows the right time when to give him the chance. Exactly. So uh, I love you, Mauricio Pochettino, and as the Spurs fans say, Mauricio Pochettino, he's magic. You know, fuck off to Real Madrid already. Jesus. No, you're not going anywhere, buddy. So Spurs in phenomenal form. I want them to keep up the good work. We're now in second place because of the Manchester City loss by uh, a point and six points off of the top. Liverpool, don't be slipping up like Manchester City or else we're going to continue our hot form and hop up into first. And hopefully, and, then come- and hopefully, I don't want to get my hopes up because I've been a Spurs fan over 10 years. But if we manage... To win the Premier League this year without making any summer signings or January signings, with all this chaos going on at the club, like the remil- remaking of the freaking stadium and delays of the stadium, and all this transfer talk with Pochettino going out, I'd be the happiest man on the planet. <laughs> uh, so I'm just kicking back and enjoying it while it lasts. I'm not trying to overhype myself, but. This is an excellent time to be a Spurs fan. I mean, you guys said that two year, two three years ago when you thought you were winning the title, then Chelsea came and spoiled the party for you guys. Yeah, when you guys when Hazard, battle of the bridge when you guys scored Hazard scored that. And, and, and you guys, I don't know how many fouls you assholes committed. None of them you yeah. got carded. Yeah, and that beautiful, beautiful hey man. You go, we're going for the title. We got to play dirty, right? And it will scratch and claw if we're to get it. And what happened? That beautiful Eden Hazard got to give yeah, it to Leicester. Don't remind Jim. me. Don't it was remind beautiful. Me. Speaking of Chelsea, man, two one. They bounced back from that home loss. It was a scrappy win. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we still keep playing this false nine bullshit. Uh-huh. The shit word of this game was hamstring because ha- uh, Pedro got a- pulled his hamstring early on in the game. In comes Cal Hudson-Odoi. Later on in the game, he also injures his hamstring. Man. So we had to put an Emerson, which I'm happy about. He got finally got some minutes in the Premier League, gets a feel for it because he's been playing a lot of cup games. Mm-hmm. So Emerson finally got a feel of the games and everything, and he did pretty good. He did pretty solid in try, like being cornered and trying to like and, and being able to pass in between players. Yeah, during during the latter out latter, latter minutes of the game. But Hazard coming in clutch. He did come in clutch. Ah, uh, Willian and he he missed a sitter earlier did earlier. He? Yeah, Willian and uh, and Conte they also missed two easy shots that they were should have been able to get two. I I, f- I feel like sorry to interrupt you. I feel like sometimes with these games you kind of have to have luck on your side at the same time. Because if, let's say, for example, you know, uh, they, the same thing happened like Conte and, and William missed those chances, but Watford being at home like a Pereira scored a screamer, you guys would have been 2-2 and exactly. ru- ruining those misses. Well, Pereira did actually score a screamer. Oh, did he? Uh, and, yeah, I didn't he scored. Get to see so the after Chelsea, yet. Hazard scored the first goal. Mm-hmm. And then towards, uh, the end of, towards the end of stoppage time, they get a, cor- uh, they get a corner. Uh, a corner and... Uh, it didn't become a full corner. It passed to a cross, uh-huh. and it, it just landed perfectly in Pereira's feet, and he just was able to – it was a wonder goal. Nice. And he, I think he scored right before the yeah, half, it, which gave them some confidence. Exactly. That's what it was. And then, like, the second goal came when Hazard was wide open mm-hmm. uh, towards the end of the goal. Ben Foster tried to come, and I don't know what he was trying to do. He tried to he, rock – It was a penalty, right? Yeah. He, tr- he tried to rock bottom the guy. <laughs> and so we have the penalty. And Aaron Hazard and Penemies go together like PB and J. He always scores them. Yeah, that's so great penalty take. My my problem with these types of games that we should oh, my problem with Maurizio not Maurizio. Oh my god, you're yeah, talking see? so much about him. He get in my head. <laughs> my problem with Maurizio Sarri <laughs> is that he's not been changing it up lately, which is infuriating to watch mm. because I think that was his style in Napoli. Yeah, here's the problem right now. This front three BS isn't working because when you have crosses from Aspilicueta mm-hmm. and and uh, and uh, and Alonso, these are two tall, two taller players in the current front three. Yeah, they're not reaching those balls. Two, the Jorginho conundrum. Mm-hmm. I think I should my my I stay I stay I keep stating that he should be benched for a game or two. Put Fabregas in because it's a get like different. Get Fabregas to a different edge of the game. That's true. Breaks down plays differently, mm-hmm. and he's more accurate with his long balls, unlike Jorginho. Because today, 
because everyone calls Jorginho the architect of Sarri Ball or yeah, whatever. The past master. Today, so you had Jorginho right over here, mm -hmm. and he had like a cross formation of Watford players. Okay. Anton's drawing a diagram, by the way. So, so whenever, if Jorginho would move left, they would mm -hmm. move in unison left with him. I see. If they moved right, they would move in unison right with him. So, so I think. So I it, would, it would be composed of either Troy Deeney uh -huh. or Perriera, or per yeah. not Perriera, or uh, Delofeu. They kept mm -hmm. switching it off. I see. And then it would be the Holly Bass and the winger and another midfielder. I forgot his name, but they were constantly. The Corey. Yeah, the Corey, yes. So they were constantly man marking Jorginho so he could get it. And he was making a lot of scrappy passes too. Uh huh. See, I feel like the difference with. Jorginho now versus Jorginho in Serie A is that like I feel like in Serie A the play is kind of more relaxed. It is more relaxed the, in Serie A. The the teams aren't like gunning down your throats trying to get the ball back with a high press. Exactly. Like they'll let Jorginho they let Jorginho in Serie A kind of play with the ball and dictate and stuff. But now he's got to use his passing advantage, you know, passing skills to his advantage and kind of pass in tight situations. Yes. And pass under pressure. So it's bringing the best out of him. But like you said, maybe it's. Ideal for Sari to realize that maybe it's not the best to you know start him right away or no and I, he's a great player he should start but like you know take him off like you're saying for a few games or bring him on as a sub just to exactly. kind of mess with the opposition. Now I kind of see what you're it, saying. It's it's and also it's interesting to note that today after the, the post game press conference, mm -hmm. Sari said he wanted another defensive midfielder. Yeah, he didn't mention anything about a striker. So we'll talk about later. We'll talk about the defensive midfielder who, who Chelsea could get later on in the, in the pod. Yeah. Um, but there were mistakes today, and I'm not happy about those mistakes. David mm -hmm. Luiz almost conceded a penalty. Yeah. Uh, Kepa almost gave almost. Uh, he's been doing great. I mean, mm -hmm. he made a couple of great saves. Kepa yeah. is commanding the box really well. But sometimes, like Kepa, when I notice that when people are pressing him too hard, mm -hmm. he 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 passes incorrectly or yeah. he, he's just pressured and he's just trying to get rid of it quickly and it, it's, it's costly. We got lucky by yeah. them not scoring goals on us because of that. Correct. Thank God for Rudiger and Asper Laqueta. They're yeah. just coming into like – and Jorginho. Jorginho blocked one too. Mm -hmm. But like we, we can't keep having these same mistakes. M mind you that Kepa is only what, 23, 24 so there's years old? There's, there's, so there's so way much more room for improvement and I think he's doing actually a phenomenal job that he came from athletic Bilbao. Like kind of – He like kept him afloat. He kept him afloat, Yes. And he was kind of like the up and coming, like new to new Iker Casillas um, legend. Well, there's a, like there's a reason why Zenit. And you know what? I'm not too mad about missing out on Allison because Zenedine Zidane. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why he wanted that player. Yeah, he's he has a good. I don't know about too much about his tactics because he had a super team at Real Madrid. Correct. But he can identify players. Yeah, so can I. <laughs> Just, that, true, true. So like when. When he when he was chasing him uh -huh. over Courtois and De Gea, yeah, that says something. And plus, That's Zidane true. was trying to build the long term future of Real, but we all right. know how that went. Out. And and not to take away anything or compare myself to to Zidane with that just comment that I just <laughs> said. He's a legend. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, that's the, I'm uh, I'm happy that Chelsea bounced back. As long as you guys are nowhere near Spurs and threatening Spurs, I'm happy. Hey, we're gonna come. Don't worry, princess. We'll, you will come. Uh, Brighton one, Arsenal one. Another uh, another uh, inconsistency from more inconsistency from Arsenal. I'm happy about that. Yeah, I can't complain. I know they have a couple of injuries right now. Victorian's mm -hmm. injured. I I don't know if Torreira is injured. I didn't watch that game today. I, I, I yeah. Why don't they? Why don't you give uh, my boy Elneny a chance for for God's sakes and crying out loud because he's a good midfielder and. Just replace one like crazy hairdo with another. Take Enduzi out, put in. I can in. see El Nenny getting sick of it this season. Yeah, he'll probably and leave in January. He should leave in January. I would, I would love to see him like on a team like Bournemouth. No, I think he like should Leicester. go. I think he should go away from the Premier League. Where do you think he should go? What league? I feel like he would thrive in like Italy. France. Italy. Italy would be nice. I could but, see, but I AC see Milan could use him. <laughs> Any AC Milan could use anyone at this yeah. point. They have such an injury. I feel. I was so gonna say a team like Marseille, somebody like that. Yes, or Monaco to kind of like help them out, even though they're no, doing there, shit. There's, there's no saving so Monaco. I, actually, I wouldn't want him to go to Monaco. There's I want no saving him on Monaco a, on a good on a good good like team or good basis of a team yeah. right now. Um, but yeah, uh, Arsenal the inconsistencies. I hope they continue. Manchester United. Is 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 Pog back? He's back. Or, or or is it Pogba or what? What's his name exactly? It's Pogba. He's uh -huh. the, the dab and merchant. I told you he was gonna bring the dab back. <laughs> he did it. And today he did the dab. That's so funny. It was a subtle dab. Uh, yeah. He was testing the waters with it. But I'm telling you, just to see the fans' reaction. 
That's so funny, man. He, I, I told you he was going to bring the dad back. And after that, I guess after his second goal, he was pointing at the stands. I don't know who he was pointing at. Maybe his brother or mother yeah. or the coach or something. Yo, have you have you seen those uh, videos with his two brothers like always dancing? Yeah. It's, they're, it's, they're hilarious. They're, they I are. Actually, I, I think one of them is like Florentine Pogba. Yeah, he plays for – Matthias or something yeah, he, like that. I, I, I know Florentine plays for Santa at the end or something Yeah, like one that. of them plays for Santa at the end. Yeah. But they're funny brothers, man. <laughs> they, <laughs> Some of their dancing videos got to have me dying. They are. They are. My, now – Oh, what's it called? Ole Gunnar Solishar mm-hmm. is continuing his good form. Yeah. I mean, he's making a case for the full-time job. But let's be critical a little bit for a second and say that his two wins have been against Huddersfield and Cardiff, so I'm yes, waiting for a, big a little bit of a challenge. Now, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Let's just say they do all right this season or they do well. Okay. Say Man United don't keep Ole Gunnar Solishar. And go for Pochettino and get him. Who no? Or if they can't get Pochettino, mm-hmm. who do you see them getting? Zidane, no doubt about it. No, what about there's other there's other options that they were talking about. There's Zidane. No, there's I say, Conte. I say there's they, Laurent Blanc, another Man United uh, alumnus. I say they have no option, not no option, but it's like a no brainer. Why? Because Zidane's first time as a coach was at Real Madrid, arguably one of the greatest and biggest clubs in the world against Manchester United, you know? Yeah. Manchester United, people could say that's the number one club in the world. People could say Real Madrid is the number one club in the world. So not only did he do a phenomenal job at Real Madrid, so he knows how to manage a huge club like that. He knows how to manage egos. He knows how to manage egos because he was one of them. <laughs> let's, yeah. uh, you know, let's not lie here. Uh, but I think it's a no-brainer that they should go for Zidane if Solskjaer doesn't stay and keep the job because I think he can – Get them that those titles that Manchester United have won it since Sir Alex Ferguson, and get that team you know back into the way they used to play, and get those marquee signings and transfers like you know Griezmann should have came in the summer but never happened. I think he he's the type of manager that can get those things to happen, and hopefully it doesn't happen because I don't want it to happen. But <laughs> but the, uh, you asked me a question, I, yeah, you know, that's how, that's you can go I to think. Juventus too. I mean, that's true. Also, that's uh, that's, 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 a, home, that's a homecoming. That's a homecoming. That's a homecoming too. But well, I we're feel gonna go like to Serie A. We're gonna, Go, yeah, go talk about but I feel like, like if if he was had a choice between the two, I think he'd actually go for Manchester United. I think he would want to take on the challenge. All right, but uh, right. but yeah, it's a no brainer for me. They should go for Zidane if Solskjaer doesn't come in. Um, Crystal Palace and their run of good form. Yeah, uh, they they drew with Cardiff City today. That's... Yeah, how, how are you gonna win at the Etihad three two and then yeah tie a, a, in a snoozer probably against Cardiff at home? True, true. But uh, a team that bounced back. Uh, and scored five goals of their own. Everton yeah. beat Burnley 5-1. Uh, and Lucas Digne, out of all people, I think scored two goals and had an assist. The PSG and Barca rejects. Yeah, seriously, man. He had two He had two goals. Two goals and an assist. Gilfie, your boy Gilfie Sigurdsson got a penalty. Yep, Richarlison yep. at the end. Yeah. And Yeri Minas. Yeah, shout him out. He's yeah. doing good work in the... In the back and has an aerial threat in the front. Yeah, so there. So give props to Everton. See what see the difference that Yarimina makes. Yeah, what a difference, right? They win five one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, credit. You know, credit. Uh, I mean, I have to say that Burnley haven't had terror. Had had terrible. I can't even speak. Have had a terrible season so far. And unlike the Burnley of last season, who finished in the Europa League spot, they're in the drop zone. Man, I think they're going down. Yeah, I think they're going down. <laughs> Still yet to play tomorrow, Southampton versus West Ham, which actually should be a good great game because Southampton are at home. And West Ham are going to try to bounce back from that 2-0 home loss to Watford. Yeah. So, one to keep an eye out on. I yeah, can see some goals. I can see some goals in there, like yeah. a three-three or something like that. That'd be a fun game to watch. Yeah. So if you're not doing anything tomorrow, two forty-five p.m. Eastern time, go to NBC Sports or NBC Soccer, wherever the hell it's going to be played on, and give it a watch. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I think that was it for Boxing Day and Match Day 18 results. And well, let's uh, move on to Serie A. A lot of a couple of big games over there that I want to point out. Uh, the big well, let's talk about the big one. Inter Napoli, Inter scoring one, and the and the dying moments uh, with Laturo Martinez uh, coming off the, off the bench and scoring in the ninety first minute. But the real talking point is not the Inter one. I think it's more the Kalido Kolibali red card. Yeah, because uh, apparently the Inter Milan uh, fans were uh, were chanting you know some racist stuff to him, and uh, I think he got a yellow. For a foul, I and believe yeah, it was. And he started clapping and then at the he fa- started clapping he sarcastically. At the f- uh, they say he sarcastically clapped at the referee, uh-huh. but then they say he sarcastically clapped at the fans. Yeah. Very iffy. And, and that's he why he got the second yellow and the red. Yeah. But regardless, that's not cool. The fans should not be doing it. I know you guys are passionate the pro- and supportive. The problem it's, uh, is the it's fans, just, but it's, eh, it's nah, really, there's no it's, room for any of that. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a real problem. It's a... Uh, 
it's big in those countries. And yeah. It's, it's, it's a shame because things like that shouldn't be associated with football. But uh, but big win for Inter. Um, I think they're in third now. But, yeah. But still, uh, there's still a huge gap in between first, second, and third place. Yeah. Uh, well, Juventus is slipping up points when they shouldn't be slipping up points. But they still haven't lost, man. They're, they're, they could go invincible. They did tie against today against Atalanta with super sub Cristiano Ronaldo coming in and saving them. Yeah, the 60, he did. Uh, there was no need for it. Well, they got an own goal. Yeah. The, the, about from a... What's it called? They got they got a score from an own goal. Then Zapata came in and did work for them. Yep, scored two goals and got yeah. him in the lead. And then and then Bentacor, the 53rd minute, got a red card before Ronaldo even subbed on. So he had to save. That was like a really desperate attempt. Yeah, and I, I don't know why he came on as a sub. Like I think they're trying to rest him because they I, probably. I yeah, I mean it's a midweek midweek game. Maybe they're just trying to do a you know a weekly basis kind of thing. But a but lot I, of you a, know, lot. a player like that should be yeah. you know he should be part of every game, but. I guess credit to Juventus for bringing him, up, bringing him on if you're not going to start him. Yeah, but I've been reading a lot on the Juventus subreddit. That, that These fans aren't happy with the style of play, especially with a player like Ronaldo on that team. Yeah. They shouldn't be playing the way that they're playing. It's it's very, very, very sloppy. They're they're grinding out results. And, and that's not the, not the Juventus style they grew accustomed to in the past, like in that renaissance they had under Antonio Conte in the early years yeah. of their Allegri. A lot of fans want Allegri gone. I, they're I, not happy with him. I think, I think if he delivers the Scudetto again, which I think he will, and delivers the Champions League, he has to stay. No, I know. I gets, know. It's, here's, the, here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. You can't have someone who gets you to two Champions League finals yeah. and loses both of them. Yeah. That means there needs to be a change of result, a change of management, and a change of style. You have the personnel to do it because yeah. they got you to that final. Yeah. But maybe there's just the style isn't working out. And, and and these were stupid ways they lost the game. Oh, yeah. they. I feel like they should have gave Real Madrid a way better game. When exactly. And Barcelona, too, a way better game. That's true. Allegri may be just not the good type of coach for the big games. That's true also. I mean, you can't really argue with the stats, especially in in Serie A, but coming to the Champions League and not performing, it could be a reason why, why you know, Juventus is such a big club. The, 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 the Angeli family is too loyal yeah. to, to Allegri after everything that all the Scudettos he's won. Maybe it's time for a change. I mean... Maybe it's time to bring back Tony Conte. Yeah. Maybe it's time to go to move on to Zenedine Zidane, bring the boy back home. Yeah. So it's 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 a weird time. But I mean, I think it's gonna, if change happens, it'll probably happen in the summer. Not anytime soon. Not anytime soon. But I haven't lost in Syria. So, what but, else can you ask for? But because of Pogba's form, I know it's still too early because it's two games in. Yeah. Pogba's form, Man United. Apparently, he's happy again, smiling. I'm sure. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was his youth coach back yeah. when Pogba was in the academy. Okay. So he's playing under him now. Do you think that Pogba to Juventus transfer could still happen? Mm-hmm. You think do, still- do I think it could still happen? Yeah. Oh, not now. Not now. Not in January. I think he'll wait until the summer, and then Pogba will give it a real nice thinking about, depending on who comes in for Manchester United, if they keep Solskjaer. But for a player of his caliber to make a decision like that in January, I don't think it's the smartest move. All so right. I think he'll give it until the summer. He'll see how he'll write out the season and see what happens. All right. But All uh, right. another, another, not really a big result, but a big goal that happened was against Sampdoria versus Kevo, where Fabio Quagriarella, I can't even say his name, but what a name. And what a goal. He, it was like a free kick from 30 yards out. And my man just. Did a yeah, nice was, little back heel into the into it the was, corner. It was, it was a cheeky back heel. Yeah, kind of Zlatan esque over there. Yeah. But go check it out if you haven't seen it. Great goal. But uh, I think that was pretty much it for the big results for Serie A. Milan, man, tying 0 0 to Frosioni. They're, 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 they're dropping points where they shouldn't be dropping points. Let's look at the standings right now. Like, right now Milan's dropped at six. Yeah. Like they, they, it, it's getting to the point where they, sh- they, they want to be like the, the Chinese, this Chinese company has invested so much money in them mm-hmm. and I get it. They've been marred with injuries, but it's AC Milan. Like you, you should have quality players in yeah. your bench too, in your reserves that should be able to help you out. Maybe it's time to get something that gets a chance. I mean, they mm-hmm. took a chance on, on what's his name on uh, Donnarumma. Yeah. It's worked out perfectly for them. Maybe it's time to go dig into the academies. Maybe the transfer market is not the solution. Yeah. Is, don't they have like some sort of ban on the transfer market? I don't know. I, I don't know too much. Well, I have to look into that because there was a big thing where like, oh, the FIFA fair, fair play rules yeah. with them and PSG, well, I believe it was. Speaking of FIFA fair play rules and PSG, mm-hmm. PSG might have to sell either Kylian Kylie Mbappe yeah. or Neymar. Neymar to Barca again. Because they have to balance out their books. That would be. I, I think they would. they would do that because nobody... Anybody would want Mbappe right now in the current form. He's uh, yeah, I, I'd rather Mbappe. Neymar, and I can see for- Neymar going back to his old buddies Neymar, in Suarez and Messi. Will, Neymar will forever be in someone else's shadow. 
Yeah. Just accept it. Just accept he, it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Messi's Unless what, he comes to Manchester United, I feel like he would be a good fit there. No, he wouldn't be a good fit there. No, he would nope. flop way too much. He would actually. flop too way too much. The, the what's it called? The physicality of the Premier League. Yeah, you have a teams like a West Brom. Yeah, or like a Burnley. Oh, or yeah, like a like, well, West Brom if they get if promoted, they get a, promoted again, or like even worse, Wolves. Oh, see you around. Wolves will body yeah. the shit out of him and speaking of body they have a w- defender willy bolly yes literally he'll definitely b- body neymar and you see neymar flopping it it'll yeah. be it'll be an- too annoying to watch yeah yeah i take that back actually now that we we got into it a little yeah he wouldn't go be good at Manchester. no he would never be good at any premier league team but milan though they're only i mean they yes they can get better results they've had seven losses and eight uh, sorry four losses in 18 games, it's not doesn't look terrible. They are only three points off a of fourth, but I feel like they should be going to the Milan of old and challenging for the title. I mean, top four for a club with history like that, like they're kind of yeah, just kind of like how you mentioned earlier with Chelsea, like oh we'll be okay in fourth place kind of thing. But I don't know what it is gonna what it's gonna take for to get this team back into shape. I mean, we we've seen kind of uh, the other team in in Milan, Inter. They kind of had a rejuvenation last season and got back into the Champions League and stuff, but. Can they push it and, and challenge for the Scudetto? I feel like the only team that really can is Napoli, yeah. who, who are currently now nine points off the top. And even them, like you thought it was their year last year, they had that game against Juventus late in the season where they went to, to the Juventus the Stadium, Stadium and won with a Kalido Kolibali header at the last minute. And I think went into first place with like three games left to yeah. go. And, and they, they choked. Just, they choked so, so like, bad. So if, if, if it was the season, it, it should have been last. And... Uh, I just don't know, man. I think this is Juventus's league every year. Yeah. Until until these like teams that should be challenging for the title like start getting their shit together and actually doing something about it instead of being satisfied in fourth and fifth place, then I, I really don't know what to say. Yeah, no, Juventus, true, true. Juventus is gonna take it again. Um, yeah, man. What are, that? Any transfer rumors you said you wanted to talk about? Oh yeah. So besides Neymar to Barca, apparently there's the. Gonzalo Higuain a Chelsea transfer. I can't believe I'm saying this. That but... was that was a big one in the summer, but kind of died down. Uh, there was another Chelsea one where Madrid want Hazard in a swoop deal with Isco and to keep Kovacic. I'm okay with Isco. Yeah, if Kovacic gets his shit together for the for the latter half of the season, uh-huh. maybe I'll warm up to him. But, but right now, but he the, just hasn't convinced me. But I'd the rather... real question is: Are you okay with Isco coming in and Kovacic staying and Hazard leaving? It gives us a different edge. Here's the thing. I don't want any players who don't want to be here. Yeah. I'm tired of it. Yeah. I mean, today, Hazard after the game says, I want to be a legend like and score a lot of goals like because he scored his 100 and 100 first goal. Mm-hmm. Today, he said that I want to be a uh, legend like and score a lot of goals like Terry, uh, Terry Lampard and Drogba. Yeah. You're saying the right things, but are you gonna? Chill, but are you gonna go for the money? Are you gonna sign? Yeah. I don't see a name on the dotted line yet. So and he he did say at a couple of like uh, I think it was live events that was happening in London. La- I think it was last year. Yeah, he was like, oh yeah, always a blue. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see what happens. You know, you know, in this footballing world, anything can happen at exactly. any time. So, um, the, I, I, anything the, else with transfers? But Gonzalo going to Chelsea with Alvaro Morata going to Milan. I don't like Possible. it. Be- I don't like it mm-hmm. because I Morata. I still have faith in my boy. Yeah. Um, he just got injured the last two games. Like he hit his knee on the goalpost. That shit. Yeah. He's just unlucky. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want any player just because he's proven in, on three different teams in Serie A doesn't mean he's going to be proven in the Premier League. Correct. For Christ's sake, he th- he's thirty one years old. He's not a Ronaldo where you could buy him at thirty two and still like get a great player. Yeah. He's also fat. We've had experience <laughs> with fat strikers. Look up Diego Costa, the tw- beginning of the 2015-2016 season. Mm-hmm. Nightmare. Yeah. I I, I I don't want like but I think Chelsea are looking for that just number nine to rely on that person to get him goals besides hazard because bes- besides hazard there's no real other like player that's like a goal threat maybe Pedro here and there maybe William here and there no Pedro's more of a goal threat yeah I would, but, like I'm talking a consistent basis yeah. you know you, Giroud's not gonna score you every other game. Morata in his current form is not going to score you every other game. So I think Chelsea are looking for a solution. They're looking for a solution fast. And I could see why they would go for a player like Higuain. In why my, not Belotti? Why not Immobile? Be, be, uh, Immobile, yes. 
Belotti, I think, still has to prove himself. He's a good goal scorer. But I, I feel like they need somebody that's a proven goal scorer that even if they come to England, it's going to be no problem for them. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if they take Iguain, I think it's going to be an okay buy for Chelsea, at least for two years. But a player that I think they should be going for. But if they were to pull this off, it would probably have to wait until the summer. Robert Lewandowski. Proven goal scorer. I don't want Lewandowski. He's also the same conundrum. Old. I don't but want old players. He's, I think, a year or two younger than Iguain. No, it's the same age. Are they? Yeah. And I think I think Lewandowski's a year or two younger. But regardless, I think Lewandowski would slot in there perfectly. Proven goal scorer. Give this guy the ball anywhere and he'll just shoot and score. It's funny you mention that because during Carlo Ancelotti's reign of Chelsea, yeah. 2009 uh he was trying to. It was them and Blackburn, Chelsea and Blackburn Rovers, mm-hmm. tried to get Lewandowski. Blackburn Rovers, lol. Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard that name in a while. And then it was that Icelandic uh, volcano that happened during that time. Yeah. So his flight was delayed, and the rest, as you say, is history. He yeah. But Dortmund, and we know what happened from there. Exactly. Um, as as a as a neutral kind of fan with the Premier League, how do you think Tottenham can? you know, uh, change up, not change up, improve their team in January? Who do you think we need? Or if do we need Definitely anybody? Not, you, I, I don't think you guys need anyone. Maybe a backup striker to Kane. But you you guys could have We could have some playing. playing the, yeah, we could have some playing I thought top. that in the, in the summer too. But now, you know, we could even play Lucas Moura up top if That's we really true. wanted to. That's true. You got, I think you guys are all set. I don't think it needs strengthening anywhere. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could start investing in another young defender because both Jan Vertonian and Toby Alderweireld are on the wrong side of 20. 29. Vertonghen's already 31. Six. And Alderweireld is 29, approaching 30. So you only have another young defenders. Uh, we have Davinson Sanchez and Juan Foyth. How I would try Davinson invest- Sanchez is a, is gonna stay for a while. I yeah. think he's the next, you know, he's gonna he's our guy for the next like 10 years. But you know, we'll see with Juan Foyth, he's still a young prospect as only. So I would just try to get I would get a prospect year. that like is a bit older than Juan Foyth, but is more proven. I think I know the perfect person. Uh, I'm thinking Jonathan Ta, if you know who that is. He's a big defender from Bayer Leverkusen. Uh, he's 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 kind of like Koulibaly type. Just big, you know, clears headers, clears the ball, good in the air, things like that. So, And he's like 23. Yeah. So if we get a player like him, I would, I would be satisfied. But coming from a Spurs fan, I said this before in previous podcasts, I still think we need a midfielder. All right, fair uh, enough. I, you know, because, yes, Winks and Sissoko have been doing brilliant. And, you know, who would have thought that Winks and Sissoko would have been our midfield duo? So I do think we need some sort of kind of big-name signing in the midfield, whether it be Rabio or Verratti or any of these guys to just come and slot in. I'm even okay with there's a prospect on uh, Cagliari. He, his name is uh, Barella. Mm-hmm. So I'll take him. He he looks like a you know kind of Barel, uh kind of Verratti esque player also. Yeah. Where he's kind of quick on the ball and good passer and kind of physical at the same time. So I think we need a midfielder. Uh, will we get him? I don't think so. In January, I think we're gonna wait until the summer to kind of reshuffle and reassess uh, and see what happens when the stadium finally opens up. All right. All but right. uh, but yeah, man. Those all the transfers, and let's go on to preview of match day twenty. Match day twenty. A couple of interesting games. Coming up, Crystal Palace versus Chelsea. What do you think? Should be close, and but don't count Crystal Palace out. I'm not they, counting Crystal Palace. They, so that's why I, they, I, they I, surprised Man City. And Crystal Palace beat us under Antonio Conte's reign a couple of times. Yeah. So I'm expecting a draw. One, one, two, two. Not like uh, kind of today where Chelsea have to grind out a win. No, I, I expect a draw. I, I can't depend on these assholes. <laughs> Manchester United versus Bournemouth at home at Old Trafford. Given again their current form and they've had a lucky a nice nice uh they have some easy games coming nice up. easy games during this holiday period i expect man united to edge at least three in between two or three goals unless, uh, that Bournemouth, unless that Bournemouth defense wakes up finally yep and eddie howe figures out a solution i can't see otherwise burnley west ham eh not interested uh i could see west ham beating burnley yeah just, just burnley's been terrible hor- horrific Southampton, Man City. That's a game to keep an eye out on. Yeah, I could see Southampton's up on on, on the up. Man Southampton the, winning. <laughs> Man City's on the down. I could see Southampton winning. Oh man, imagine! No, I think I think this time Man City's gonna give it a give it their all. I think Pep's not gonna tolerate losing two games in a row. I see I see Manchester City winning this game. All right, I see Leicester City, Cardiff City. Leicester beat Chelsea and Manchester City, and this is a home game against Cardiff. So you they, gotta you gotta give it to Leicester win, yeah. with their current form. Big game, Liverpool Arsenal at Anfield. Ooh, what a game this is gonna be! 
Whew, I, I could see it being either a draw, a very close draw, or Liverpool edging it also. All right. Liverpool edging it just because they have that home advantage at Anfield. All right. And I've been there, man. <laughs> that, that crowd can push you to do special things. All right. Tottenham Wolves. 7-0. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I, can I, see, I can see finally Wolves put, giving Tottenham a fight. Yeah, I can see that too because Wolves are were a good team and, and uh, their coach is very good. We did have a scare uh, against them at the Molyneux Stadium, their stadium, uh, not too long ago because it was the reverse fixture. So I do think we'll, we'll pick up three points. But uh, not you're not gonna get. But not, I think it'll be like a two zero for time. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we'll win, but not like a crazy scoreline like we have been. Fulham Huddersfield. This is a game where Fulham has to win. Yeah, I'm yeah ho- this is screaming Fulham to get three points in a bad. I'm position. hoping for a two nil Fulham win. Fulham win. I could see it happening. I could All see right. it happening. Everton Bright uh, Everton Brighton. If Yarimina plays, I could see a three nil. Yeah, <laughs> or a three one. For Everton. Or a 5-1 again since they first Burnley. <laughs> nah, uh, Everton's... I like their coach, Marco Silva. He's a good coach. Yeah, he's a good coach. He's going to do good things with them. Uh, Watford, Newcastle. Again, it should be pretty open. Watford. Watford should edge it. Watford should edge it. Judging, judging by what I saw in Delafeu mm-hmm. and... Uh, and uh, Pereira. Yeah. And how, and how Dini leads the high press and everything. And how organized they get. Yeah. I could see them edging at Newcastle. Like, Rafa Benitez even said it'll be a miracle to keep Newcastle in the Premier League. So, I think th- I think they'll stay up. I think they'll stay up. Uh, I think you got a couple of bad teams like Huddersfield that are going to go down, like Burnley, probably Fulham. You know, those are the probably – I think the current bottom three right now, no specific order. But I feel like Newcastle will stay. So, right. Everyone was saying Southampton were going to go down because of their coach, situa- coach situation. But now look where they are. They're a couple points off the drop zone, new coach. So I think, you know, a team like that, like that's been in the Premier League for a while, they're not going to go down. I know Newcastle went down recently, though, and came had to come back up. But – I think they'll stay. All right. All right. We talked about a lot, man. We did. It's a, been a excellent uh, show for the post-holiday season. Yep. And uh, Anton, you want to say something? Yeah. So we're going to take a minute here for this, our sponsors. Thank you, Anton, about that wonderful message regarding yeah, our awesome platform of Anchor. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, we want to thank you guys again for tuning in. Um we want we want to hear your feedback. We want you guys to spread the word. We are planning to move to uh, YouTube, uh, even though we'll, no, we're not going to get a, a rid of Anchor or no, no, know, no. we're going to stay on fire. We're going to stay like on all those platforms. We're yeah, gonna we're going to stay on all platforms except adding one more, which is YouTube, and we will update you guys on that uh, in the new year. And speaking of the new year, we want to wish you guys a happy and healthy new year with your loved ones. Um, from Pharaoh's halftime, from Anton and I. See you guys next year. Stay blessed, y'all. Happy New Year.